You are listening to the Amen Corner, a Jcast Network podcast. For more information about other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. For more information about the Amen Corner, please follow them on Twitter, Facebook, and all your other favorite social media. Welcome to the Amen Corner. He's Stephen Cook. And he's Brad Rockstown. Oh my god, you, you like stumbled. You want to say no, no, I'm seven to, episode. I, I didn't want to say it. I'm trying to, I'm I know. Trying to see like the new, the new reality that we're living in. Exactly. Exactly. Because we're not going to call it like, welcome to the, you know, we don't even know what we're calling this episode yet. So That's we right. Name it. We can't name it. Yeah. Well, you know, Guess we'll have who, to adjust. It's just another hill for us to climb. That's true. Guess who I saw this morning? Who'd you see? Our producer, Daron Riske. Nice. Yeah. How is Daron? He's doing well. Was he at synagogue this time or was he blowing it off again? It turns out that um, he was ill last week. Oh, I, now he, I feel terrible. Yeah. I Aren't mean, I a shithead? Yeah. Sorry, man. <laughs> yeah. Is he so all right? He, he's okay. COVID? No. Flu? I think he was just under the weather. Uh. You know, I think you can get sick without having it be COVID. <laughs> exactly. You know, my mom has COVID. She does? Yeah. Is this the first time? First time. Really? Yeah. She doesn't sound great, but she says she's she says she's okay. I mean, like she can breathe. So that's good. I, knock on wood, shh, don't tell anybody. We might give it a kind of her up. I'm now the only one in the family who has a guy. Dude, you and I, the Amen Corner, is immune <laughs> from COVID. Don't say that. Now I'm going to come down with it. Like, and I'm going you? away next weekend. Yeah. Next Sunday, actually. I mean, knock on wood. I don't want to say anything, but... Um, You're going to give it a Kanahara. Maybe there's something about Zencaster. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe it's protecting us. In any event. Maybe it's um, Van Halen that's protecting us. Didn't... <laughs> Didn't protect Eddie Van Halen from dying. <laughs> well, I mean, when you smoke and drink that much. <laughs> the cocaine didn't help for years and years. He insisted that his cancer was a result of putting metal uh, guitar Could... picks in his mouth. And they were like, Eddie, when you smoke yeah. as much as you do. Yes, he, he had tongue cancer. Right. And yes, it could be from the picks, but it's more likely that right. it was from the cigarettes and all the other... Uh, illegal substances that he used for decades. Yeah. yeah. Rest in peace. May he rest in peace. Yeah. Yeah. His yeah, music yeah. will live forever, though. So, uh, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah, well. You know. Hey, big news. We mm. shot down the balloon. I know you weren't following. I wasn't I mean, really following until yesterday evening, Friday evening either. But then the memes were really hilarious. Like the Chinese balloon? like The Chinese uh, balloon meme. So, so Blinken canceled his trip to Beijing, right? right. As, a, as a result of the Chinese floating an actual balloon over, <laughs> uh, over the United States. That's correct. And meanwhile, don't the... Like MAGA people say that that Biden is like China's pet. Uh, China's pet. Well, that they were saying. In fact, uh, Mia and I went to a ski hill today mm. for a couple of hours. It really sucked. 
Do is um, it not that cold where you are? Because it's it, way too it, cold to be outside no, 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 today. No, it was like a nice winter day here. It was not like oh. everybody was freaking out. Well, because here it's yeah, no, no, I know crazy. I know, and where my in my in laws in Boston, it's like yeah, crazier minus eleven. No, 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 yeah. but here it's like twenty seven. Uh, it's, it's like so a cold, cold winter day in February, right? Cold, yeah. So we went to the ski hill for a little while. And these guys on the lift behind us are talking about this Chinese balloon. And they're like, yeah, they should have shot it down over Alaska where there's really no people. Now it's over Montana. Actually, no, yeah. it had moved from Montana. It was yesterday over like Missouri. Yeah. And then today uh, off yeah. the Carolinas. In any event, <laughs> shut it down and move it. And so I think what was happening was, you know, the military was determining what kind of balloon it was. They were moving things away from its flight path. You know, Montana does happen to have a fair number of military bases where the United States has its intercontinental ballistic missiles. So whatever, like the, the, the right wing was going crazy that it hadn't been shot down almost immediately. But it's actually a lot harder than taking out your AR-15 and shooting yeah, up in the wow. air. Um, it, it, it's hard to do. First of all, it's at 90,000 feet. Then things are going to fall down, drift down from, onto people potentially. From 90,000 feet. What, yeah. And like, what if it doesn't work? Like, you know, those things that are slung under airplanes are supposed to hit things that are moving fast, not a balloon that's barely moving kind of Hit, shit. So like- so the MAGA people were going completely apeshit that Joe Biden didn't is do a anything wuss. about it. Well, here's my take. All right. This is why I wasn't paying overly close attention uh-huh. to it. Okay. Because I feel like if this were really like a significant breach of our national security, we wouldn't know about it. They wouldn't be putting it on the media so prominently. Like, if we really felt like, holy shit, like there's some serious spying going on uh, over our territory, they wouldn't let us know. Well, I think that that's one, I think that's one strong possibility. The other possibility is that if you notice from the Ukraine conflict, the Biden administration has been using intelligence in a different way. So they've basically been saying, hey, Vladimir Putin, we know exactly what you're doing because we Mm. penetrated you. And yeah. we know what you're doing and we know what your next move is going to be, which is, I think, quite clever. They may have been doing Sing, this to call singular. the Chinese yeah. out and say, yeah. you know, we spy on you, you spy on us, but but this is pretty bad. Right. They're and Lincoln's on yeah. his way and we're not the pushovers you think we are. Yeah. So, so my point is, yeah, my point is, I feel like they're playing, and I hate using this term, but I'm going to. They're playing a game of three-dimensional chess here, and they're not telling us the abs- absolutely what's I mean, going I, on. And like you said, they're signaling. It's they're either they either want them to know something or they don't want right, them to know right. something. So I'm so, not. So I'm and, sort of and, taking this with a grain of salt. And apparently, it's harder to shoot something like this down than people think because of a whole variety of things. I read a. I read a. Um, something last night by a defense analyst and former naval aviator um, who like understands the technical aspects of what it takes to shoot something like this down. Is so, his name Pete Mitchell? It was not Pete Mitchell. AKA Maverick. It was not Maverick. <laughs> All 
Okay. I wrote moment of silence for Goose. As soon as you say naval aviator, like that's my first thought. King Richard. <laughs> Does the music come on? <laughs> yes. Um, so so the Chinese balloon, so we've had Chinese balloon nonsense in Washington for a couple of days now. So you're having Chinese food. <laughs> in fact, Lauren and I were talking about going and getting some dumplings this evening. <laughs> I don't think there's All the a correlation. Kids but, All the kids yeah. is if we have so many. Yeah. Both both ladies have plans tonight, so we were thinking maybe some Chinese food. That could be fun. Nice. So anyway, uh, the other big news: Did we discuss last week the the Nazi Education Network? Well, you and I did. I don't oh, know we did. Right, it. we discussed yeah. it. Yeah, I sent you the article. Yeah, and it was chilling. So, you know, maybe you want to. Uh... So okay, so so here's the story. Yeah. Apparently, there are these two people in Ohio, a husband and wife. Ohio is like the Florida of the Midwest now. (laughs) Right. Florida, which also used to be purple, is now... I mean, Florida. uh, Ohio, which used to be purple, is now deep, deep red. And so there's a a married couple, and they homeschool their children. But apparently, (laughs) their curriculum is Nazi propaganda. It's, I mean, it's not just propaganda. It's like worshiping of yeah, Adolf like Hitler. They, they, and like they have the lesson Nazis. plans for Adolf Hitler's birthday and all kinds of like crazy stuff like that. And so this was discovered by, it wasn't ProPublica, but it was some, it was written well, first up. first was Vice. Vice it was Vice. First and it was yeah. some like anti-fascist organization partnered with Vice to uncover this thing. And... um they identified this couple that went by a different name on the Telegram channel they were right. using. And they're just like, you know, your average next door neighbors. And it turns out further that there was this 2,300 people associated yeah. with this Telegram channel. That's the nuttiest in Which part. they, yeah. you know, advanced the Nazi schooling curriculum. It's just your average next door neighbor couple who happened to worship, worship Adolf Hitler. I mean, completely crazy. And they were saying, describing the Telegram channel, you can only imagine the things that people were saying uh, about Jews, about black people, uh, about other people of color. I mean, just, but 2,300 people. And you got to figure that's not the extent of it. No, it's got to be just the tip of the ice. I mean, this really. is frightening. Lauren and I started watching Hunters. On uh, Prime, yeah, <laughs> like that—that that freaks me out. First of all, just the way it's filmed and stuff like that. It's like action, horror, and like this whole thing about Nazis and whatever. Anyway, yeah. so and you're like, and, holy shit! Yeah, but it's fucked up. This is a this is a real thing. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. What are we gonna do? Well, we're not gonna go and join that homeschooling <laughs> group. I'll tell you that much. I don't think we'd be welcome. Um, I mean, I, I, I don't know why I'm surprised. We went, Like I said, we went to this ski hill. It's in Pennsylvania, like an hour from here. And as soon as we crossed the Maryland-Pennsylvania border, we stored, we saw leftover billboards uh, for Doug Mastriano, <laughs> the Christian nationalist anti-Semite who ran for governor in Pennsylvania. And then, but right before that, we, we uh, there was some big, like compound, like pro-Trump compound still in Maryland, you know, uh, and like some pig, and it had like a big thing of the typical liberal voter. And like, these are like rural areas where people don't really have much of anything, you know? 
And I was thinking the typical liberal voter in Montgomery County, Maryland, where I live, sends our taxpayer money to that dude. Well, that's, uh, that's you know, the whole country in microcosm right there. Exactly. But, you exactly. know, it's funny because the, the other day I was on the Crosstown bus getting over from the west side to the godless hell hole that is the east side. Was that when you were coming to see me? I was coming to see you. We could get to that in a second. Yeah. But as as you know, the trip was taking a lot longer <laughs> than expected because, as it turns out, so we're trying to cross the park and there's just an epic traffic jam. I'm looking at my GPS and it's like, oh, 30 minutes to get to your destination. I'm like, what? And then the bus driver says, well, folks, you know, there's a lot of traffic and that's because the president of the United States is in town. And I swear to you that I was like half a second away from going, let's go, Brandon. Because <laughs> when you're stuck in traffic at a crosstown exactly. bus, man. Yeah. I was like, come on, man. You're like, yeah. oh, Joe Biden. Yeah, it was stressing me out. So I hoped he, it. He was in town. I know. Yeah. Thank you. Um, yeah. He was in town on like infrastructure stuff, which is good. I think so, yeah. yeah, yeah infrastructure yeah, yeah. stuff is good. Yeah, it's, it's good, good to know that at least one party still cares about uh, I wish ma- just, maintaining the country that we live in. I just wish it didn't take like 40 years to build to rebuild a bridge, right? Well, it was good for the first 30, and then the last 10, not so good. <laughs> anyway. That's how hey, shit goes. Uh, it was good to see you on Tuesday. Yeah. Thank you. Well, was, I mean, do you want to talk about this? Or yeah, I mean, I, I, I so... Um, I don't have we 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 mentioned yeah this you briefly, mentioned it you mentioned it but um my nephew Justin who's nineteen um was diagnosed in December with uh, Hodgkin's lymphoma and he's been undergoing chemotherapy and it's it's really really rough um yeah. and so what was great was when he was having chemo you came to the you came to, to the, the hospital, hospital yeah. and um. Yeah, I think he, you know, when you are, and you know this, when you are battling some health challenge, it's very lonely, no matter how much no doubt. support yeah. you're getting and so on and yeah. so forth. And of course, you know, none of us, the only, the, the, the only person in the family who, who has battled cancer was his father who died. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of add a layer that's gotta add of so fear, much fear and stress to him. Yeah, so exactly. it was great for you to come over yeah. and, and look, share your story with him. I, I have to tell you, you know, I, I, I drove what, what my sister and I were calling the chemo bus into the yeah. city that morning. And, you know, it was pretty early in the morning. He's 19. So he was kind of checked out, Yeah, but he's been pretty miserable. I, he was much more animated as a result of the conversation that you guys had, which was really, I mean, I, I, yeah, I was man. so, so, that's all I can do, Grateful. right? That's all you can do is when you have an experience like this is like help other people try to get through it. And I told him, I'm like, I didn't want to talk to anybody when yeah. I was sick. I know you like, wouldn't let anybody come visit. Well, it's not that I wouldn't let, like I right. couldn't be seen. Like I couldn't speak. Like it was yeah. a mess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I didn't want any part. He and I were talking about this. You know, I didn't want any part of like a support group or like, oh, talk to other people. who have. It's like, no, 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 no. But. You know, it, like I said to him, you know, if he wants to talk, we can talk. If he doesn't want to talk, right. like, that's all good. Right. But, like, everybody reacts differently. But, no, yeah. it, it, it made a huge difference. He's uh, such a great kid. He's I know. such a great kid. You know, it's funny. He's, he's, like, enormous, right? Yes. You see him, he, he's, what, like, 6'2", 
And is he that tall? He's big. He is yeah. very, very tall. Yeah. I mean, I have to look up. So he's <laughs> he's at least six feet tall. Yeah. He's and he's kid. like ripped. Um, you know, spends a lot of time in the gym and stuff like that. And you know, people must look at him and be like, "Oh, you know, he's like a party." He's a meathead. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, he's and not a meathead. He does his fair share of partying, and he's an athlete, whatever. But he's also like. Yes. incredibly smart and super sensitive yes, and like sensitive in touch with man. and insightful yeah. and so on and so forth. He's a good kid. He's, he's a great he's kid. He's a good kid and Such he's suffering kid. and I think, you know, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Like, sure. he's going to be all right. He's going to be all right. He's going to be right. He's, he's got to tough right. it out till It sucks May. when you're going through it. It Ugh. sucks. It sucks. And you know what? You can't pretend that it doesn't. And I feel like that's what I gave him permission to do is like not pretend that it's all good because right. it's not good. Right, right, right. You know, like you can say this sucks. And I told him this and I've told you this before that like while I was going through this, Michelle was like, I think you need to go see, uh, you know, you need to go see a therapist. I'm like, I don't need a therapist to tell me that I'm upset because I have cancer <laughs> right, and, I, right. and I'm afraid. Like, I get it. I know why I'm upset. And I'm sure he knows why he's upset. Right. That's right. But, but you know, it definitely, like... But, like, to, to you know, because I guess there's a sense, like, you're you're suffering and, like, everybody else in the world is... Yes, yeah, is living so their to hear life. that you had a feeding tube for seven months. Right. Yeah. You know? Exactly. He's like, oh, other people have had to deal with shit, too. Right. But it's like, like you said before, it's, like, extra unfair to him because of what his father... Right went through and that he had to watch his father right. die of a brain tumor not that long ago not like, five it's years it's just too much shit to pile on to a 19 year old kid exactly yeah and and i didn't say this to him but it's the truth like life is unfair right and and unfortunately or fortunately he's going to figure this out at a young age right so he will not have expectations well, that, that life know, will be right. fair like right? in, in some way <laughs> You know, the ability to deal with adversity yeah. is a great life skill. It's something yeah, I remember when I was in college and I was like moaning about something. And my how my roommate was a guy who had, you know, like his parents were divorced. It was not great. He didn't have much relationship with his father. He had a fair amount of adversity in his life. He was not yeah. like they weren't wealthy. You know, they were getting by. He was able to go to college, you know by hook or by crook and stuff like that. And I was moaning about something. And he's like, you know what your problem life is? You know what your problem life, dude, is? You've never actually faced adversity. Yeah, you've never had anything You've never had it, like, rough. Yeah. Now there's, like, a temporary setback or something, and you can't handle it. Right, right. But you know what? Justin will be able to deal with whatever life throws at him. Because he'll be like, dude, I've been through fucking much worse than this, and this is nothing. I know, but like, (laughs) to be honest with you, if there is like justice in the universe, which there is, if there's any three people who need a break, yes, it's your, it's my sister and Justin and Seth. Yeah, I mean, my God. Yeah. Well, at this point, Seth is just like a bystander to all of it and just being like, how, you know, what the hell? I, I had coffee with him the day after I got back from New York and he's just like, we're like, it's it's so terrible. And like, you can't do anything for Justin. Like, it just, yeah. it, you have to power through and it's just, it's so hard. Yeah. Yeah. You but anyway, and- you, like, honestly, like, he was much more animated when we were leaving. I think like, he was, he might be, you know, some of the, 
side effects may be starting to mitigate a little yeah, bit. But also, I just think the psychological thing, the emotional lift that you gave him was Dude, super. My, honestly, I was, like... I was just... characteristically quiet. <laughs> yeah. And you guys were uncharacteristically yeah. quiet. And you guys were just, like, going up. Although, it was hilarious. But we had a good time. You had a good time. <laughs> I mean, especially the swapping stories about sperm donation. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yes, because as our, our listeners may or may not know, when you go through chemotherapy, or chemo, chemo kills sperm. Right. So uh, if you are 19 years old and you hope to have a family one day, right. then your doctors will tell you before you start treatment, like, hey, you may want to put some of this stuff on ice <laughs> just in case you want to have kids. Now, in my case, I wasn't 19. Right. But I was still at a point where we were thinking, like, who knows? Right. Or as I said to Justin, my rationale was, well, maybe my second wife will. <laughs> where was I for that? I don't know. You weren't in the, I might have walked out of the room for a second. You, you weren't in the... Oh, you didn't hear that? I didn't hear that. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he and I both had the experience of going into the collection room... <laughs> At the, uh, you know, whatever, I don't know, I guess it's not a sperm bank, but it's just like wherever. Here's, here's the thing. There's a business opportunity here because it yeah. did sound cold and clinical. It's. And it should completely. be more like the scene from 40 year old virgin. Yeah. You know, you, know? you would think it would be like a sort of a club, right? Where you get a little <laughs> tipsy and they give you, all right, now go into the room. It's and good music playing. Yeah. A little, right. Some, some get lights. a little loose. Right. Yeah. Yeah, candles like Steve Carell lit candles, right? No. It is the opposite of that. It could not. Is it be... like fluorescent lighting? Yes. Oh, it feels God, like dude. If my the place I went to felt like literally like you stepped into a time warp, and it's like the 1980s. <laughs> like no exaggeration, there were VCR tapes and <laughs> magazines, like old Playboy <laughs> magazines. I'll tell you how old the Playboy magazines. Yeah, were. they were still Bush. Oh, come on, man. That's how old it was. Um, It's not a fun and happy place. This is a family podcast. Is it, though? No. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. It's not like, it's not a sexual Disney world. I'll tell you that much. I mean, that's terrible. Yes. Um, That's terrible. You know what? The thing is, what we were saying before, we had a really fun afternoon in the hospital. Like, we all were laughing. Even your sister was having a good time. Right, right. You know, like that's all you can do in a situation like that is laugh. Yeah, 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 yeah. right. You just have to live. Yeah. No, no, no. no. And uh, and subsequent to that, I think some. Uh, my sister told me some of his bros came from college. Oh, nice. They drove. You see, down that and, also is and, nice. Like, like hung out, brought food, spent like three hours with him. They did a lot of laughing, and then they went back to college. That's great. I mean, that's, awesome. That's meaningful. Like you right. know what you were saying. Like you can't do anything for him. Like you can't take a chemo session on right. his behalf. Like that doesn't work like that. But what you can do for somebody who's going through that is just show up. Right. Right. Just like an email, yeah. a phone call, a text, right. a visit yeah. in person. Um, I'll tell yeah. you what killed me. I mean, other than the fact that like, you know, Justin, my nephew, I love him. I want everything. I want, I, I, I want to take some of the suffering away from him. I want to take it all. Um, just that, that, that pediatric floor. 
Oh man, Ugh. that killed me. All those beautiful little children. Like, I mean, the little he's yeah, he's nineteen, right. so he's like on the edge of the PDF. Right, like, there are tiny babies tiny. in there. It's fucking. Horrible. I could only see Maddie and Mia. No, no, and those little I, I girls. couldn't even. I honestly like had to put on like like figurative blinders, yeah. so like I would not start crying in the hospital because that's not going to do anybody any good. Right, and we were there all day, so it's like really hard yeah. for me to do. That. And Dude, I just... right outside the room where he was was that crib. And it's yeah. like, ah. Oh, exactly. And then, oh. like, you know, you can hear the babies crying. It was so uh, bad. It was gutted. Absolutely dude, gutted. Shaking. Oh. Like, it just. I'm going to start crying now. Like, this is horrible. Yeah. So this, anyway, is not, this, this is not, not an uplifting pod- episode. This is not where the podcast should be going. <laughs> oh, we should have stuck with the Chinese know, balloon. Seriously. Mm-hmm. But you know what? He was still funny. He's right. still, he's in good spirits. Insightful. Like, you know? Yeah. So, His level of maturity is unreal. He's just, I mean, isn't he's it? Just, yeah, he's a great kid. Isn't it? So he's a great. great anyway, kid. I every every anybody who's out there, however you, however you do your thing, just keep Justin in your thoughts. Um, the only and thing. if anybody is out there who's sick, and they want to talk about it, you can call me. Yeah. Anytime, text me. I'm there. Yeah. I'll talk to anybody who's been through it. You know, people have like referred friends of friends right. to me and I've spoken to complete strangers. Yep. Just to tell them like what they're going to go through. Yeah. Like it's, and that's I, all I, you I can imagine do. That's because it's scary. You don't know. And you, like I said, you're, you suffer. Yeah. It's lonely. You could have a million people around you patting you on the head, but you're, it's yeah. hard when people can't relate to it. Right. Dude, I talked to somebody who is a friend of a friend. Yeah. Who was just like, I don't have a chance. Like, I'm going to die. Like, he didn't have a good diagnosis. Like, right. Like, and I talked to some, I talked to him. I'm like, yeah, like, I don't know what to say. I'm not going to tell you things that are not true. Right. Right. Like, if you're telling me this, like, I don't know what to say. Yeah. Like, what do you tell somebody who you don't really know who's telling you that their diagnosis is like they have terminal cancer? Jesus Christ. Not a good conversation to have. But kudos, you know, respect that you had the conversation, right? Yeah. Dude, there was another person who was, again, a friend of uh, somebody I went to college with. And we never, we spoke maybe once, but we would text. Right. And he died. He died. And um, I knew when he stopped responding to my text that he wasn't doing well. Yeah. And my friend called me and was like, yeah, he died. I still have his number in my phone. Like, I don't. You know, this is a guy from high school who it was a year ahead of me, but a couple of guys my year were close to him. And like he he kept his cancer diagnosis kind of a secret. Nobody yeah. knew until really the end. I mean, dude, if you remember when I first was diagnosed, like you were one of the few people who knew, like I didn't tell yeah. a lot of people yeah, because yeah. I was like, you know what? I don't know what's going to happen. And I don't really want to share this right. with everybody. Well, and, and Justin also, I mean, I mean, maybe we're I don't know. I don't think we're violating confidences here. By discussing this, but he doesn't want to be defined by his disease. Totally. And right? I get that. Right. I get that. And nobody who has a disease wants to be defined right. by it. And what I told him, which is what I realized, is that yes, right now you feel like you're defined by that. And in some ways you are. But the further away from it you go, the more it just blends into all of the right. other Right. You said shit. To like this is just gonna be this moment in your life yeah. that you can look back on, but yeah. that it's not gonna define you. It forever. won't. And but it I won't. get it. Like before he started treatment, he went back to school to finish his semester. Yeah, like, and he's cancer boy. Right, yeah. exactly. And he didn't yeah. want that at all. 
Dude, for a long time, Although I did get a picture of him with two very pretty girls, and I was I'm like, telling you, it's like that movie Fifty Fifty. Exactly. I mean, you sympathy can get all kinds of sympathy. sympathy. Sympathy sex is better than no sex at all. <laughs> but I'm telling you that for a long time, I served one purpose in this world, and that was when people were like, "Well, things could be worse for me. I could be Brad right now." Oh, shit. Like, when I was sick, that's what people would right. be like, yeah, I think about shit, and then I realize that you've got it worse. I got to be honest like, with you, I never oh, thought thanks. that. I never oh, thank thought you. that. I, I just I wanted you to get that. better, man. Yeah, I appreciate that. Holy it's, shit. Except you did send me a picture of hummus that you were eating at Abu Hassan while I was not <laughs> able to eat. It was, it's, it's a... And we've talked about this on the podcast yeah. before, so I won't mention yeah. that I said to you, why don't you just tell me that you're dating my wife? It wouldn't hurt as much. It was hard. I didn't know like what the protocol would be. <laughs> knowing your yeah your your worship of Abu Hassan. Yeah. And yeah. then if you remember, I don't know if you even remember this. Like the first time we went back to Israel after I had cancer, like I could barely eat it there, and you wrote me back like Abu Hassan will be there the next time you go. <laughs> and it's, it's true. Right. It's right. It's, it's right. true. It'll be be it'll be there. Don't worry. You'll be better. It'll still be there waiting for you. Oh my god. Yes. Anyway. So I guess we could call this episode the chemo episode. The cancer episode. The cancer episode. <laughs> oh my god. That's not an uplifting. This is a name. different episode. This is it's not what I thought. But I, do say, I, I, I I did want to acknowledge that um how helpful and grateful yeah, dude, it was. It was my pleasure for real. And also like getting to see you and Julie, like, right. yeah, we had a good time. We did. We actually had a good time. I mean, it should not if you're going to be hanging out on like the, the, the chemotherapy ward, pediatrics ward. I mean, that was about as good a time as one could possibly and have. Also, right? if I have to go to the East side for fuck's sake, <laughs> the East side is like a separate country as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> oh my God. I know you are, you like the East side. Cause no, you I mean, live we live there. there. So that's what I knew. Yeah. That's what I know. Right. I don't know. East side. Yeah. And yes, as I pointed out to Justin, I brought him. I mean, this is how much I yes. care. Oh my God. That's care. right. I spent my own money on a book about the Boston Celtics to give to your nephew. I'm like, God like, I, damn it. Things I counted really... up my allowance money. <laughs> exactly. Took my myself paper, to the bookstore. My paper route money. And I said, What is this guy going to want to read? I'm like, Probably not the Derek Jeter biography. Um, he's got a lot of Celtic stuff. Yeah. So now he's yeah, got another now book. Yeah, he's got another one. Yeah. yeah. Look, this is all we can do, right? Yep. Like, make him happy. That's right. So, anyway. All right. I know that. Um, I got to go be the Uber you driver. Go, you know, I prefer chauffeur, but. Whatever. No one ever gives me five stars. But true, I don't have snacks in the car or anything like that. So maybe you should up your game. I, maybe I will. You know what? You should bring it tonight. Just like some water bottles and like <laughs> water bottles and, and like no one sits bars. in the front with me when this happens. Everybody sits in yeah. the back. That is bullshit. By yeah. The way. Well, the argument is well, then I can't like talk to my friend if I'm in the front. Yeah, well, I am not being paid to drive, so somebody's sitting up front with me. Like that would be I, a non. That shit happens to me all the time, and I object, and nothing changes. No, no, no that's a non-starter. Somebody get in the fucking front seat right now. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, go all right. And drive your children. All right, peace. We're out. We're out. <laughs>